Hello everybody, welcome to the Daily Sip. My name is Oliver, my mission is to bring you close to organic Japanese green tea and today what we're gonna dive into is into raw tea or so-called aracha tea. I've here a bag with aracha tea and I'm gonna just show you what this tea or why this tea is a special form of tea and it is also called unfinished tea and why this is so. So let's have a look at this tea. So I take here this bag and I'm just gonna pour it into my plate. So what you can see is that this tea actually is quite a good mix of stems and leaves. So we can here really see that this tea is quite a brute tea or raw tea. So when we talk about the tea production, when we are arriving at Aracha, normally the tea farmers which um, do harvest the tea leaves, if they sell it to a broker in Japan, often it is Aracha. And Aracha is just a tea which contains still everything of the leaves. So we have the veins, the stems and the leaves or the parts, the beautiful part of the leaves themselves. When there is a further process, then the tea is refined and then ends up into sencha tea. But how does it get to a sencha tea? So when we talk about the harvesting and the production of tea, then when the time is arrived, often between beginning of April and mid or end of June in Japan, um, then the tea actually is harvested and when the tea leaves are just trimmed or taken away from uh, the tea plants, then they're often left there maximum for one minute that they don't wilt, they don't get into oolong or in any other tea form or even becoming a black tea, they are put into a steam bath. And after the steam bath begins the actual drying process of the leaves. So after often over five, six or seven steps, the tea, leaf, uh, the tea leaves, they lose water up there going down to even four or three percent. But this is then the really last stage of the tea. Often a racha contains around seven to eight uh, percent of water still in the leaves, so the water never gets out completely, but uh, we consider that then as the dry tea or the dry leaf tea. And uh, when we are at this aracha stage, still everything is with the leaf. So uh, what you can see when I bring it closer to you, so maybe here, um, you can really see that there um, we have uh, some stems, so there are some brighter parts with it, some darker parts. The leaves, they're quite big still, they're quite thick, so this is quite unusual for an aracha or for a Japanese green tea and normal for an aracha. So we can really see that these are big, big leaves. So normal when you're going in from the aracha stage of the tea then to essential stage, then the tea leaves, they are trimmed. So they are cut also in half. So you can, you, you get a smaller one. And also they're taking out these parts of the leaves, which are the brighter parts. And by the agricultural association, this is not seen as very aesthetic and very beautiful. And that's why they often demand to get into a high quality premium grade or contest grade that these brighter particles are taken away. What you can see as well, when you go a little bit deeper, so there are also smaller parts, smaller leaf parts, a little bit of dust even, this is also taken away. So um, 
everything then actually is kind of sorted. The tea is made up to its most beautiful parts and then often the premium sencha is born or the premium sencha is done. But this tea is nevertheless a very good tea. You can also buy a racha tea. It's not very common for farmers actually to sell it but when you go directly and you buy directly sometimes from farms often the only thing you can get is a racha tea. So um, it is a tea which is the brute tea coming directly from the farm but it is not not very often seen in stores as Japanese tea drinkers or around the Japanese tea drinking the beauty and the aesthetic of the tea leaf and often when we go and uh, we just buy a sencha then the tea is sorted even blended with other cultivars of so different varietals putting together to the perfect taste and also the stems they are taken out Either they are just um, not used for the tea or they are pro uh, proceeded and uh, produced for a kukicha, a so-called stem tea or a karigane if it is a high grade tea. In this case we have everything in and in this case I have a tzihui kari um, tea and um, what I will do now is that I just ta try this tea out. And I'm very sorry, it's a Tsuyu Hikari, uh, this tea, not a Tsuyu Hikari. So this is the tea I will try now. And um, when uh, we just take our cues here, I want to taste for sure as well a sencha with it. And now just to compare a sencha with this tea, I just brought a small plate and we're gonna take some grams of this tea then. Voila, this should be good. Then put this tea aside. And what we're gonna take is now, uh, this is a Kobata and Sencha. So Sencha actually from the region of um, Kagoshima. And this is a finished Sencha. So, let's take just five grams of these and then I can show you the difference between these two teas. you see that there's quite quite a big difference. So this is now the Aracha and this is the final Sencha. So what you can see is that the Sencha actually is made out of smaller leaves and you see very rarely kind of white or kind of brighter particles. Meanwhile when you look at the Aracha, we just have a look at it, you see the, the leaves are much thicker so they're not that much processed and in between you always have these brighter parts, brighter particles. Um, for example, um, this one here, typical um, stem. Now I missed it. Maybe get another one here. Voila. So, good. So for example, this one here, you see a very bright stem in between the leaves. So it's uh, kind of unfinished, unprocessed tea you might say, um, but um, this tea definitely uh, very, very worth to try. If you ever have the chance to try an aracha, do it. What you just need to know is that it shouldn't be a too expensive tea. Normally aracha is a little bit more, more cheap or cheaper than a typical sencha. And here you really can see the beautiful tea, shiny leaves, very salted. Um, all the stems taken out, so rarely, rarely you see a bright spot 
um, here a small one uh, for example here but often you don't see anything anymore in a premium Sencha. So then enough of the talking let's go into the action of the brewing. So I take 5 grams of the Kobata and Sencha and 5 grams of the Aracha and then we're just gonna brew this for one minute both of the teas Try to take the same amount of water and then we're just gonna leave it there for one minute and then we can try these ones. So um, uh, the Tsuyu Hikari is actually quite a, a special cultivar. It's a little bit going nearly into the direction of a Nulong sometimes with the taste. So it's quite a special tea and here we have a typical Yabukita um, Sencha which we're gonna try. And um, now I'm very curious how the taste is because I just tried this once. It was actually by mistake sent to me because they actually wanted to send me the real uh, Sencha instead of the Aracha. But um, now Mr. Sato, he was uh, providing me this and then I thought, okay, this is actually a good, good way for me to explain you a little bit the different kind of um, steps or the kind of um, states that the tea leaves can be in. So Aracha here versus Essentia. Good. So now Essentia on this side and then the Aracha on the other side. Voila. So what you can see with the Sencha is a little bit more golden, a little bit stronger. It's called, it seems a little bit lighter, this one here. So um, quite a big difference in terms of color between the two uh, types of tea. This is also something I saw with Aracha. It needs a little bit, or it's not as strong in its brewing than, for example, with the Sencha, where the leaves are also cut into smaller parts. So they actually do have a kind of a, a more surface to give um, um, taste to the water, while the aracha doesn't uh, is containing bigger leaves and giving them a little bit less um, of this typical or kind of direct strong taste. But now I'm very curious how the difference between the taste of these two tea is. First, the sencha. Very sweet, have a lot of mango, have a little bit of cashew nutty taste. Mm. A little bit of banana peel. So it's very, very sweet, very fine, round, full bodied. There's a little bit of a freshness to it, a little bit of a kind of a citrusy, a nearly like a lemon, a lime peel um, taste with it. So it's quite nicely balanced between the sweetness but it's definitely, definitely more on the fruity side, more on the creamy side, more on the smooth side than on the citrusy side. First brewing very, very on the sweet side. One week this tea is uh, shaded, so um, here I'm also expecting a little bit more fruity notes, a little bit more of, of sweeter notes. But now let's see how the Aracha tastes. Mm. So, super green. Um, this tea 
has much more kind of the grassy taste, so this vegetal fresh cut grass taste than this one here. So what we can kind of, uh, kind of um, state is with this tea definitely you have much more on the greener side, uh, you have a little bit more of the spectrum of the greenness of uh, the tea, so it's not so concentrated in its taste versus kind of in the direction of the typical umami of this a little bit more fruity taste uh, profiles but staying much in this lighter greens, uh, green um, kind of taste profile. Um, I also tried once an aracha which was uh, from um, uh, the farm Obubu, they are not producing um, organic green tea but also there or also with aracha I had also more the feeling that it is quite grassy, quite on the vegetal side but as soon as you go kind of in this more kind of a sorted out tea that the stems um, uh, that the, the, the lighter particles are taken out. It seems that a little bit also this more vegetal taste goes out and the concentration of this more sweet and fruity profiles, they get a little bit more to the surface of the tea being more kind of the main um, aspects of the taste profile. So here, very, very interesting just to have a glimpse into this Aracha world and see how the taste it is actually at its brute kind of a original um, a taste profile. And then when you go further into the process of the Sencha, that the taste gets more intense, more round, more full bodied. So you could might, might even say that this is a little bit of a lighter tea and this one is really strong and more complex. That's why also the Aracha should be a little bit less in pricing if you ever get one and if you go into the premium Sencha um, uh, segment there definitely a strong taste and also a strong or a stronger color should be predominantly the case with this tea. Good, so this was this. I hope you like this one, this small introduction into what is actually a Racha tea and how does it go actually then into becoming a Sencha tea. And if you ever have a question, please don't hesitate to leave a comment, subscribe to our channel, um, hit the like button and um, we'll be happy to answer you any question if you do have. Thanks a lot for watching, see you and bye bye.